Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Goddess Entrepreneur. A goddess Entrepreneur sees her business as a spiritual devotion and service to the collective. In this podcast, you can expect to learn all about feminine-led business and components of online business. Here, we see entrepreneurship as the path to self-mastery and liberation. I'm your host, Madi Grace Theory. And today I'm interviewing a dear goddess entrepreneur who I love, Kara of Carolina Movement. She is amazing and you're in for a treat and I'm in for a treat because I just love Kara and I'm super excited to chat today. So go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us who you are and anything that you want us to know about you. Hey, I love when you say, you're in for a treat. I just got back from putting on my first retreat for women and my friend who hosted it with me, her tagline was what a treat, what a <laughs> treat. And I finally was like, I think you've said that like five or six times today, but I love it because we really are on a retreat. <laughs> what, what a treat. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to put that. Yeah, I love it. It's like, I'm like, that's going to be our tagline. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it is a treat though, to be with you today for sure. My name is Kara and it's so hard to make an introduction succinctly or linearly say what I do, but Carolina movement, which Mari helped me actually brand and build my website and get myself up and going, gosh, it was like a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. is basically, gosh, it's a, I call myself like a movement of energy in itself. So I am a movement instructor in a physical form. I teach Pilates based movement, but I also work with just people working with energy work as well, moving of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one facet of what I do. I also am an astrologer. I read birth charts mostly, but I've really, I look at the lens through an astrological sense, really through like elemental air, fire, earth, water elements. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love working with people on kind of defining those elements through mm-hmm. their natal chart. Yeah. I love following you on Instagram because you're always posting memes that match what sign the moon is in. <laughs> And it's just totally like well, I perfect... track the moon every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I like, just like the up. perfect addition to my day is like a moon <laughs> themed meme. <laughs> it's so good. It makes me really happy. Like, honestly, I really follow my bliss of what makes me happy and have learned how to, to make it into a business. Yes. Which is rad. It's and so really, rad. And, and you helped me with that a lot of the way. So kudos to you. Um, I love to see you lit up. Yeah, it's, it's great. So astrology is a part of my business. I just put on my first retreat. So that Mm -hmm. is another huge component that I'm really currently working on is I finished my first retreat literally like a week ago. And then I have another one on the books in Mexico in February. 
and I'm hoping to get a couple other smaller ones going before February. So that's a new part of my business venture. Wonderful. Um, Tell me what happens on a retreat. Like, what oh kind gosh. Of well, it was, yeah, it was all women. Um, I am super fortunate. My parents have property up in British Columbia, Canada. Mm. an island up there that I've been going to for the past 20 years of my life every Mm -hmm. summer minus the two summers I couldn't get up there when the border was closed Mm -hmm. but last summer when I went up there I was looking around and I'm like oh my god this is a perfect oh my goddess I should say (laughs) this is a perfect place for a retreat and then a year later it all came into fruition So it was really cool to see that manifestation happen. So the retreat included, I did it with a friend of mine who's also a Pilates instructor. So we kind of taglined it as a movement-based retreat, but I knew it would kind of morph into whatever it was going to be once we got up there. It was the raddest, coolest group of women, Mm -hmm. um, and we hiked. I had a friend who's the chef, so she made amazing meals. We drank a lot of tea. We sat around and laughed a lot. And then we would do movement classes, meditation classes, but I really just let it flow. My friend had an itinerary of the day-to-day and she was like, okay, so this is next on the itinerary. I'm like, no, I think we should just do this. This is what it seems like. But it was amazing. I'm still buzzing from the experience and haven't fully integrated what it all meant or is. Mm. But I'm so glad that I can check it off and say I did it. It was literally like going through a portal of something that you had thought about. And I had envisioned doing a retreat for years. And then after finally doing it, I'm like, okay, I went through the portal. Yeah, that really happened. You're officially initiated into leading groups, holding space and and you already were, but now it's a whole other level of really taking people out of their day-to-day environment, putting them into a new environment and leading them. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of myself. It was a big accomplishment and I'm just excited now for what that future brings in that Mm -hmm. arena. So I guess that is another component. And then the final little component that I was going to tell you about, which is really one of my passions as well, is my Kara packages, Care Mm -hmm. packages. Yes, (laughs) I have received one. Yes. (laughs) And so that kind of goes into why I'm here to talk to you today about my plant medicine friends, my Mm -hmm. mushrooms and psilocybin, but... I like to curate packages for people based on any information they give me or any information that I just intuitively kind of get from them. And I create fun packages that could include anything from crystals to little knickknacks, artwork, herbs, plant medicine, Yeah. It's just like a curated package and it's so fun for me to make and do. And even when I give thank you cards or like Mm -hmm. holiday cards or anything, like I make it a ceremonial act. Mm -hmm. I play music. I set the vibe. I light my whatever incense or sage or whatever I'm using at the time. And then I sit down with all my stickers and things and create 
something for the person and it's made with so much love yeah receiving it is, is a is an experience <laughs> right I want it to be just an experience in the making of it and then the receiving of it yeah you almost got to be careful I received I think a Christmas card from you and I oh, opened okay. it and it was just like glitter everywhere. I think I did a caution on the outside though you did put a caution but I think was... I was like caution like fairy dust magic inside <laughs> it was epic I loved it but it was just like so Kara and and you guys can't see yeah. us because this is all audio but both Kara and I are smiling so big <laughs> And this is the Kara effect. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're so joyful and fun. And I'm honestly jealous of all those women who got to be in your energy and really be around you because even just virtually, which is the only way that you and I have ever known each other, we haven't met in person. Your energy is super potent. Right. And I do hope that we meet. Uh, we should. I mean, you're just right. Oh, up yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen yeah it is done it's happening so we're yep. here today to talk about our friends mushrooms yep psilocybin and i just thought this was just my thoughts that it would be fun to hear about your first trip and maybe i'll share a little bit about oh, mine man. too <laughs> yeah i love i love talking about yeah, super fun. And honestly, you know, since I've been on this awakening spiritual path, everything is synchronistic and symbolic for me. So when you had sent me the notes a couple of days ago, I was thinking about it. And my first trip was with my best friend who is no longer Earthside with us. She passed away mm -hmm. in February and that's just been a whole journey on itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... But my first trip was with her Wow! <laughs> in high school and it was amazing. You know, the first trip when you're a teenager, you don't really know what you're doing. It was in the nineties. I don't even know where we got the mushrooms from, but we got them and then we were intentional about it. We planned a Saturday where we didn't have anything to do. We knew that our parents weren't going to be nagging us or anything. We had it all planned out. Smart. And yeah, it was smart. Kudos to young Kara and Lizzie. I mean, that's the mistake that a lot of people make is they don't like right. hand it they out just and then they're like, what? They're like, what? Yeah. So we, <laughs> we knew we weren't driving anywhere or anything and we just went to this park by my house and took them and then sat in the park for all afternoon. And I just remember laying in the grass, looking at the grass, like super close and watching the strands of grass dance and being like, Whoa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And I think we just had a really fun, lovely afternoon at the park. I think at one point, we went to the park bathroom, her and I together, and we thought we got locked in this. <laughs> that was kind of the moment of, oh, crap, like we are tripping. And then after fiddling with the door for who knows how long, because that's another aspect I want to talk about, the time altering effect. Yeah. Of but like we thought we were in there for a lot longer than I'm sure we were. And then and then it was like that light bulb moment, like, oh, we just turned the switch of the lock and we can get out. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. But that was my first time, which actually I feel lucky that that was my experience because I know a lot of people take them unknowingly in at like a, a party, party, or party setting like or oh my gosh I can't imagine I would probably lose my brain yeah unfortunately <laughs> that did happen to a friend of mine in in high school she took shrooms at a party and had a really bad time and yeah. a party at a stranger's house not a good idea you guys so park yeah, excellent idea. location although park with a friend is yes key. <laughs> Hopefully. probably not alone unless you're super familiar with the park um, right but yeah that sounds really beautiful honestly yeah my first trip was kind of similar in that we did have that intention set but I was like the fifth wheel I was with two couples mm. so one couple we were at my house and this was when I was a sophomore in college but I was 18 because I went to college early so they just wanted to play Mario Kart. So literally didn't interact with those people for like four hours. They just wanted to watch the little mushrooms on Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, that's what you <laughs> want to do. Okay, great. And then the friend that was actually my friend, her boyfriend was there and they often went and did their own thing. But I remember two really potent things from my first trip. The first was when it hits you. Oh yeah, that first wave. That yeah. first wave of when it hits you. And have you seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. When they turn into yarn? No. Wait, what? We haven't seen it. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay. First, it's a it's a great book. And they've made it into a movie. Um okay. but yeah, they're in a spaceship and the spaceship can go into different dimensions in it and they end up in a dimension where everybody's just yarn. They're like balls of yarn and the ship is made out of yarn. And for some reason, that's the comparison that I'm drawing is like just that feeling of like a warble, <laughs> a warble. I don't even know the right word, but so and I, I just remember because I had never done shrooms before, but one of the guys had and I had the tapestry on my door and I was like, how do you know when it's worked? And he was like, well, those will be moving. And I was like, OK, that's how I know. And then I was sitting on the couch and even though I'm sitting there still, it was like my whole body was spiraling into itself as it's hitting, I guess. And yeah, it was just very profound. And I was dating someone at the time who obviously wasn't there. And the reason he wasn't there is because he had had a bad time on shrooms. And hours later, when I saw him, he was shocked that I had had such a wonderful, profound time. Yeah. <laughs> he was almost mad. And that's the other thing that I've learned about myself is that I make shrooms look really fun. And sometimes when I'm around people, which is not that often, but when I would microdose or something, the people around me are like, oh, maybe I should do that. And I'm like, should you? <laughs> I have like my shroom alter ego. I would say the, there was one other profound thing that happened to me during my first trip is that I wanted to call my mom. Oh, huh. yeah. My mom was going. That was through, like some, some subconscious thing going on. She was going through a really hard time. Yeah. Uh, my dad had cheated on my mom. She was going through a really hard time. And I wanted to call her and just tell her that everything was okay. 
and life was a miracle and I could feel God and all these things. I wanted to tell her, um, but my friend took my phone. Advised you not to. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, I'm not sure that your Catholic mother would understand what you're talking about. So she took my phone away from me. But I just thought that that was a really profound thing because the mushrooms are, are very motherly. When I have partaken in mushrooms, it's the grass that you're talking about. It's like you can see the Gaian matrix. You see Gaia and the web that everything is a part of. My mycelial network. Exactly. Exactly. That's really, that's really what I see is I see nature's coding. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And what I love about it is that that's there all the time, whether you are using something like mushrooms to see it and connect with it or not, it's there all the time. And that's what I think is so powerful is, is to bring out of your trip and into your time when you're not on mushrooms is to remember that to remember that there's so much magic in the mundane right yeah totally i think it's very leo-esque energy is that childlike wonder of seeing things for the first time mm-hmm. or that innocence of not being jaded you see something and you see the wonder and magic in it yeah and i feel like mushrooms have helped me really understand that aspect of myself and how important it is for me. And I think for everyone, that's why people say becoming an adult or adulting is so hard because you lose that aspect, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're weighed down by all the responsibilities and you lose that lens. I see it almost like a visual lens of how you're looking at the world. Mm Yeah. 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 And, and, mushrooms not only give you a chance to tap into that lens again, but it also cleanses, you know, Mm -hmm. the previous lens so that you can bring that new perspective into your day-to-day life, which is what I talked about in my last episode is I was having a hard time and then I just ate a big mushroom (laughs) and (laughs) it was just like, why are you suffering? just have fun and yeah. literally been having fun ever since that. Love and, that and yeah I just was like okay I'm just gonna bring this perspective with me why not yeah I have to be on mushrooms to well totally enjoy that yeah I think that's one of the things I love about mushrooms too is that they're supposedly non-addictive but the reason why I think is that one experience that you have on mushrooms it, it opens up your neural pathways mm. to those experiences, whether you're using the mushrooms or not. Oh, like 100%. you don't have to keep using mushrooms to have that experience again because it's opened up the doorway. Grass looks like that to me all the time now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so you don't become an addict of mushrooms like I need to get that feeling again. Uh, it shows yeah. the way. And then once you walk through that doorway, you're like, okay, I'm here. Now I can be in Alice in Wonderland. And then the next time you take them again, it's a new pathway, you know? It's like Sometimes not like just... you, have to, you have to keep chasing the dragon to get that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can really cultivate a relationship with them. Sometimes I'll just put one in my hand 
or Mm -hmm. I'll put one on my desk just to kind of be in the energy. And even just putting one in my hand sends me on a little five minute journey where I'm like, okay, can I get this new perspective right now? Do I need to take this mushroom? Sometimes the mushroom's like, no, not today. (laughs) Sometimes it's like, eat me, eat me. Right? It's like winking at at you. Hey. I mean, totally. (laughs) They totally are. So they are playful. They have their own energy. And they're not just like, oh, a thing to be consumed, you know, a tool to be used. They are something that you have a relationship with, um, which I think, you know, is important with any, I mean, you can do this with any herb, any plant, you can cultivate a relationship, but it's really powerful to have a a relationship with mushrooms because it's like I was saying in my last episode, I'm monogamous with mushrooms, like. I have tried a lot of other psychedelics and would I do them again? Yeah. But do I need to? No. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think a big eye opener for me is why mushrooms are so my friend. I've always struggled a little bit with cannabis Mm because cannabis is just so unpredictable for me. Mm. Like I never know. I've always been like, I don't know. I don't know about cannabis. Are we friends or are we enemies? (laughs) And I've never felt that way with mushrooms. Yeah. I've always been like, oh, they're just, they're my friends. Yeah. Want to help me. I totally feel that way. Yeah. Cannabis is not my friend, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, not unfortunately. I I feel like I had my time with it and now I'm just done. So it's all good. Um, Much love to to cannabis. I think it can be powerful for pain relief, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not really something that I need to partake in ceremoniously on a daily basis. But yeah, they're your friends. Yeah. I just (laughs) noticed the thought patterns. Like when I've consumed cannabis, sometimes my thought patterns can go pretty dark. Oh, mine gets super dark. (laughs) And then it's almost like I'm my own worst enemy. And even though I have the tools to talk myself out of it, I'm like, but why, why are you taking me there? I know. know? I'm relieved that you say that because it blows my mind that people smoke it because for me, what happens is that I smoke weed and it's like, you're a loser. And I'm like, whoa, totally really rude. Yes. Or like, (laughs) you don't know what you're talking about. Everyone's looking at you weird. Yeah. Like life. You haven't accomplished anything. And I'm like, damn, you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's the strain, obviously, because I've experimented with indica versus sativa and all that. But um all I know is that that those mean voices do not come to me with mushrooms. No, it's the complete they're like opposite. The opposite. <laughs> they're like, they're oh like, my god, yeah, so you're amazing. Go like enjoy the world. Yeah. Everything is here for your play and pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. One time I had a, I call them high ideas, like when you're high on mushrooms, a high idea. So I had a high idea that I wanted to write a book called I Heart Shrooms. And I was writing because I had, I took some mushrooms and then I took a shower and, you know, I was narrating everything so comically and hilarious. And I was like, the world needs to hear my humor. I'm so funny. Like, and I was writing it down, like, I'm going to write a book. And then once I was done and the trip was over, I looked at my notes and I'm like, nobody needs to see this. 
But the joy it gave you. It was so at funny. that moment. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, and literally, I have penciled in my in my calendar. Episode twenty two is going to be about the cosmic joke. I just think this is what we're here for. Everything's funny. Laughter is the best medicine. It really is. I feel so good right now. I listened to your mirror talk. Oh, yeah. And that was, I loved it because I feel like that's really helped me too. And yeah, when you get to the point where you're just like a cheese, like shit eating grin (laughs) and you just have to start laughing. Yeah. It's a great tool, honestly. You just make a stupid face at yourself in the mirror. If you're in a grumpy mood, just laugh it off. Works. It's free. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why no one's doing it. But it's right there. It's literally right there. I know. Yeah. So getting back to our friends, our fun guys. They're, yes, they're lots of fun. Fun guys. They're literally fun, fun guys. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you, at what point in your life or how many trips in did it become more ceremonious? And it kind of sounds like it started out that way, too. So It did. I think there was definitely times where I wasn't super intentional about taking um and that that's one of the things now that i'm facilitating helping people connect to psilocybin one of the main things i always say right off the bat is you really have to set an intention Mm -hmm. it's also something that i'm just really really trying to think about in my life i i'm such a go with the flow i have a lot of air and fire in my chart i literally have a uh tattoo on my butt that says flying by the seat of your pants nice (laughs) I used to kind of take that energy just go with the flow see where the wind blows you and I really switched my tune on that because if you're taking mushrooms or any plant medicine and you're like well let's just see what happens now I'm like no set an intention that is the key at least for me on what you're going to receive from your friends. Yeah. Um, Setting intentions huge. So when I started being more ceremonial about taking mushrooms, it really started with setting intentions rather than in party settings or a lot of people take them to go see concerts, which is fun. But um, I think the first time again, it always goes back. It was with my friend who Rest in peace, Lizzie. I know you're with me right now as I'm telling these fun. She is the, she's literally the funniest person alive. Mm -hmm. And so when we would take mushrooms, we would, you could imagine just laugh our asses off for hours. Mm -hmm. But at the very beginning of the pandemic, a friend of mine started growing them. And he was like, Kara, I feel like you're a good person. Will you test these out? Mm-hmm. And so he generously gave me like a pretty large quantity of them to try out for a while. And I ended up bringing them up to this cabin for my birthday. It was right at the beginning of the pandemic. And we were like, no, let's be really intentional about this. It was a beautiful setting and took the mushrooms and we were sitting in this hot tub 
and laughing, of course, for hours and hours. But then a family or like three or four bald eagles swooped up overhead and started like, I swear, they were like dancing or playing or like putting on a show putting on a show for us and we started crying because we're like oh my god God. like this is amazing that is amazing dude yeah and I was like okay yeah this is no joke so I was like I'm really gonna take these mushrooms seriously and incorporate them into this next journey of who I want to become and how much this can help me Mm mm-hmm So that was the beginning of the pandemic. And then I cultivated more relationships with people who I knew because part of taking mushrooms too, I think, as in any plant medicine is knowing the source Mm -hmm. and who I've been working with is a woman who grows them. And like, I know her methods. I know her, I know how like intentional and serious she is about the process. So that feels really aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then working with her over the past couple of years, I then started making capsules to microdose. I will facilitate helping people use them for, for ceremony or trips, whatever they want to call them. Mm-hmm. It's sacred to me. So if I am facilitating a transaction of mushrooms, I take it with the utmost respect mm-hmm. and treat it with the utmost respect with a little card you can imagine the cards that and I package them very nicely <laughs> and I I do the ceremony of playing the music mm-hmm. using whatever sacred smudging or something write the card with what I'm giving them how I would recommend taking them and then if they have questions I like to give them links or information of where to find stuff So they're really informed Mm -hmm. about it. And then if people want to microdose, same thing. Because with microdosing too, it's going to vary so much on each individual. The amount and Mm -hmm. there's all different ways of microdosing. Some people do a week on, week off. Some people do three days on, three days off. It's all personal. Mm -hmm. I really try to give people as much information as possible to know what they're entering into. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank yeah. you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> it's so needed because if you're going to get something that you don't have experience with, it's best to have a guidance. Totally. Right? Or even if you do have experience, a reminder, hey, yeah. this is medicine. This is special. This is important. This isn't just flying by the seat of your pants. I mean, there's a time and a place for that kind of stuff, but from what my experience in life thus far is that the more intentional you are about things, it's, it's the rules of manifestation, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. I'm just enjoying it more and more. And I think one of the things about finding your like goddess entrepreneur stuff or finding your passion is you'll reach a point where you know if it's not working anymore, mm-hmm. if it really becomes in an energy sense, if you're pushing or forcing or it just starts to feel really hard and sticky mm-hmm. and the easier and the lighter and the more joy it gives you, you know you're on your right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. I mean, I've just gone through that portal myself of 
Like, oh, just because I can do all these things doesn't mean I should. You're really good at everything you do. So it's probably confusing. It's very confusing. <laughs> it's, it's not like you're like, oh, I suck at that. So that means I need to switch directions. From what I know of you or what I've seen of you, you're pretty good at everything. So, <laughs> Well, thanks, Kara. I receive your wonderful compliment. Yeah, but I can <laughs> see that as being confusing. Yeah, I mean, and I've been working with a coach lately. And actually, she was on the show too, Marielle. I mentioned her on the last episode too. And basically one of the things that we've uncovered is just like, why am I putting myself in positions where I'm facilitating, helping people do the things that actually I want to do? Mm. Like I'm, I am my ideal client. I am an oracle. I have wonderful things to say. You know, why am <laughs> I putting myself on the back end of other people's businesses? And so that's actually what's been kind of coming forward lately is like, okay, how do I be that person, be my ideal client? I mean, not I'm already her, but how do I like mm -hmm. claim that and stop serving other people in that way? And I love to serve. So that's also yeah. confusing, <laughs> but it's important. Yeah, yeah, but it's important for me to claim it because even though I like serving and I'm good at it there is still resentment that builds because I see myself as an equal. And sometimes, honest to goodness, I see myself as not an equal, as more qualified. Why right. are you the one teaching and I'm totally. the one supporting? That's happened a couple times now. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be rude about it. <laughs> no, no, no. But, the, but it's just going deeper into that. Okay, this is really something to explore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, life is interesting. It throws all those things at you. So really it's like here, face it. And that's honestly what's been going on with me over the past few few months. It's like, okay, you don't have the distraction of constantly needing to serve clients. What are you gonna do? That's really cool how you've gotten into supplying people with medicine and also giving them instructions, giving them guidance which is super important the reverence the intention all of those things are so important to respecting the medicine because at the end of the day to me it doesn't necessarily belong to anyone i know that there's people out there who would argue with me like oh that's part of this culture you're appropriating or whatever it belongs to humans and to me humans are mushrooms we are just a really complex fungus biologically our dna is also super close to mushrooms i don't know the exact statistics well, there's, there's all those theories like mushrooms are going to save the world the untapped knowledge of like and i feel like shrooms are really having their day they're finally mm -hmm. like people obviously you see a ton of information out there it's like it's popular mushrooms of all all kinds, all fungi. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like the ones like, that can eat an oil spill or eat a landfill right. or help you focus instead of something like Ritalin. Yeah. I've been taking a mushroom coffee in the morning that has really helped me on multiple levels. I would say the two major levels are with my intestinal tract. Mm -hmm. um, I've noticed a huge difference. I'm just not as bloated or 
gassy because of the mushroom coffee, <laughs> Jake. I know. I need to check it. I did check it out that date. You sent it to me. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll check but it I've, out. I've, I've been, ha- I've been on my own journey of my ADD spectrum versus like, it's super creative, but yeah. at the same time, it can, it can be a hindrance because my brain goes in so many directions all at once. You go on side quests, <laughs> ADD side quests. That's the story of yeah. my life. Side yeah. quests. I cleaned the whole house one day and there was still a dusty shelf that I had missed. My husband was like, why? And I was like, dude, I went on so many cleaning side quests. I cleaned behind the painting. I found a bunch of dust there. There was so many other things within the things. I know. It's a story of my life, really. Yeah. But I've tried to embrace it more. I 100% embrace it. Yeah. I used to think of it as a negative thing. Like I just couldn't complete a task without a million side quests. But now I'm like, it's just all the journey. And I really think that psilocybin has helped me. Oh, yeah. With embracing these things. Because really, what I preach a lot is just being present in the mm-hmm. moment. And when you're on your side quest, you are being present because yeah. you're you're doing the thing that is there in front of you. It's true. Until it's the next thing. Yeah, you're following the thread of where you've been led. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not go there? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, but I, I so I fully agree with you. I think mushrooms could absolutely change the world, save the world. But I think that one of the most important things about it is that and this is something that's brought up in I know I've shown you that podcast, the Emerald podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like a mythic show. It's really cool the way that he does the shows. There's lots of sound effects and really cool things and you feel things when you listen to that show. It's really cool. His latest episode is about artificial intelligence. And the thing that he gets into is like, okay, well, all of these people that are creating artificial intelligence, they're not initiates. They haven't been initiated into how to actually wield power. And so how are they going to have sorcerer level powers that AI can bring and not have it turn into Terminator. (laughs) I mean, and it's an interesting thing to think about. I remember just when I first got into shrooms in in my early days, I just thought everyone needs to do shrooms. Everyone needs to go through that experience and feel like a little earthling. (laughs) And, you know, like, oh, I'm part of the dirt. I'm part of the earth. I'm a little mushroom or I'm a thumb or whatever comes to Like all of these things have popped into my mind. And I just thought, what a different world that we would live in if, you know, the president had eaten mushrooms, you know, hopefully ceremoniously. Yeah. Or the people making our laws or just get a new perspective, please. (laughs) A world-centric perspective, because I just think that it's undeniable when you take a plant medicine like mushrooms, you feel that connection. You feel that you're part of something bigger and you feel powerful in that you're part of something bigger, but it's much more of a connection. Yeah. You feel connected. That's right. It's like you see the whole fractal kind Mm -hmm. of, and yes, I'm small, but I'm also powerful. And I just think that it's a tool that is underutilized. (laughs) Totally. 
I think one of the major game changers for me in using psilocybin is I quit drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. And some of my experiences had alcohol involved. And I think that it is important. Of course, everyone's going to do their own thing, you know, with their mushrooms. But to me, when that was the next level game changer of probably cannabis too, taking all that away and just really focusing on the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And I think that just having my body be such a clear receptor Mm -hmm. for them Mm -hmm. was really important for me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. We're monogamous. Yeah. And so I think about it like, oh man, that was a game changer because I could really then see the effects of how much I was changing my perspective of life. It was almost like I could see the neural pathways opening up mm-hmm. uh, as before it was clouded. Mm-hmm. And the mushrooms were trying to help, but until you take away these other things that are de- depressants, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I tell people, if you really want something, if you're seeking something from this medicine, really treat it with the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. Just like you probably would in an ayahuasca ceremony, you need to kind of clean your system yeah. first to get what you're seeking to get the clearest message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I just, I love it. It's connected me so much more to earth. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt, and I still do. Sometimes I'm like, why am I here? Like Aquarius energy. I would rather be in outer space than on earth. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, no, the mushrooms have really connected me to be like, no, I really like earth. Mm-hmm. And I here in this earth school for nature to show me things. Yeah. I think like, it's hilarious that all the billionaires are building dick rockets to go to space. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to stay here. <laughs> I love earth. <laughs> earth is cool. Yeah. Earth is super earth cool. Is cool. Yeah. So I think just before we close out, I wanted to ask you how you really see shrooms obviously we've talked about how we can gain a different perspective with them and all these different things they can help guide you through a personal evolution but as a goddess entrepreneur as someone who sees their business as service to the collective how does a tool like shrooms come into play with that For me, for example, I can enter these devotional spaces and get into my high priestess and channel and do whatever I need to do in those spaces. And sometimes there are business questions, business things that Mm -hmm. I need clarity on. But yeah, I was just wondering if there's anything that sparks for you when I lay that out, whenever we're thinking of our service to the collective, our devotions, how are they helping and how are they supporting you? with your decisions? I think it goes back to that opening up of a lens of seeing magic in the mundane Mm -hmm. 
are what you would have thought of as the mundane. Psilocybin, mushrooms, my friends, they have opened up this childlike wonder. And that has allowed me to see what sparks joy for mm. me and follow mm-hmm. that. Um, and now that I'm, I feel pretty connected to knowing mushrooms and what they do for me, it's so much easier for me to see right away if something sparks joy for me, which is how I know that it's meant for me mm. to, to lead me down that path. Mm. Yes. And I've seen a huge difference in the past, I would say, year to six months because of that. Mm-hmm. Because I just, I needed to find the joy in doing anything. Mm-hmm. If it's not, and that that's probably a lot of the Leo stuff in me, you know, Leo moon, Leo rising. If it can't be fun, if it can't be joyful, then it's going to be a real hard, hard path to go down. Absolutely. I fully agree. I'm Leo rising. I got to have fun. I got to play. Yeah. You got to have fun. And I think it's just let me recognize that there is joy in so much out there that even things I never thought of before. Mm -hmm. I know you had told me that early on when you were like, I know you don't want to do some of these things where I'm going to make you sit down and list out all these things, Mm -hmm. but find the joy in it. Set the mood, set the tone, put on your music. And that was such good advice. Mm -hmm. Because that's really how I think the mushrooms truly have opened me up to that. Yeah. And we started this whole episode, you're talking about your first trip and the intention and setting the scene. And that's how we create all of life into a ceremony is like, okay, even if I have to sit down and do some unsexy work, how can I make this a ceremony? How can I make this play? How can I make this beautiful or more enjoyable? Is it with a wonderful scent, a candle, is it with some music? What is it going to take to bring you into that place where you are able to play and just feel the joy that is available already, but maybe you weren't feeling it because you were feeling maybe dragged down by the mundane as opposed to seeing the opportunity in the mundane. Totally. I have battled with depression and anxiety off and on for a good portion of my life. And I had dabbled with taking antidepressants and SSRIs, uh, you name it. I've probably tried it Mm -hmm. at some point. And when I stopped that and started microdosing the psilocybin night and day. Oh, yeah. If it helps people, everyone's going to choose their own path, but those are numbing your senses. Mm-hmm. It's true. Those are trying to not let you feel mm-hmm. where, which honestly, like I get it. Like if you're so depressed and you're crying every day, you need something to maybe numb you. Okay. Maybe for a little bit, but like, isn't part of life using all your senses? Yeah. And yeah, like, that's you really why want to I, get rid of sadness and joy. Right. So like, that was a game changer for me. I am sensitive and I know you're sensitive too. When you're an empath and you're intuitive and you're sensitive, like, yes, 
the world can be really fucking harsh. Mm-hmm. You feel other people's feelings. You feel the denseness. You feel the energy around you. And I think sometimes you do, you're like trying to find a way, like it's uncomfortable. So you're like, I want to numb these downs. But then what I notice is rather than taking all that, numbing it down or shoving it down or taking it away, what the psilocybin has shown me is that your senses are more awake and yes, there's sadness. Yes, there's things that are depression and stuff, but you are finding the joy, the counterpoint part of it. Mm-hmm. And that counteracts the sadness to a place where it makes it worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fun, joy, laughter, light. I also mm-hmm. like dark shit too. I me mean, too. my my Jupiter's in Scorpio. Like, get me into some dark shit and I'll go for days. But <laughs> Dude, me too. I love it. I love it all. I love the, yeah. you know, respect the spectrum, you know, totally. it's all going to be there. You can't just be like, well, if I don't want to feel sadness, I also have to give up joy. Hmm. Okay. Like, no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to make that decision. Um, right. But yeah, I just think that in the world today, having full access to all of your feelings it's it's kind of like an enhanced ability (laughs) not everybody has that full access to know exactly what they're feeling or even if they do know what they're feeling they maybe don't know how to express it and so it's really powerful to give yourself the space to feel that and to explore it and to you're like, okay, what's going on? That's what I did a couple yeah. weeks ago. I was like, man, I feel dark. I feel like angry. I feel like, why is this my life? Mm-hmm. Pop a mushroom <laughs> and see what I'm supposed to do with this. Like, how can I transmute this? How can I take this in the opposite direction? I mean, obviously not permanently because that's not a realistic solution but how can I really start to get out of the pity party yeah and you even said you make little jingles and tunes and because yes yeah exactly yes (laughs) that's where you're finding your joy in that moment Mm mm-hmm yeah I have songs for everything I'll just tell you one more really funny one I don't have a dishwasher so I am the dishwasher (laughs) and i swear to god every time i'm done doing the dishes and i dry my hands there's one more fucking dish it just appears and so i'm just like there's always one more dish to wash (laughs) i have full lyrics to that song it's like just when you got done i dishes and then you went and dried your hands you look up across the room in the kitchen and then you see it it's staring you know like i just like i just am like what i hate musicals i will not ever sit down and watch a musical but your life life is a musical yeah same yeah it'll be interesting to see like my my you know my daughter is around me all the time and like i'm so interested to see when she grows up like her impressions of me because i make i sing songs and make jokes about everything she's so cool (laughs) and then i'm like oh god and she's just sitting there shaking her head like 
Oh, are you gonna initiate her? Oh yeah. I feel like she's yeah, she's well on her way. She already knows people come over to my house. And part of when I do transactions with mushrooms is I it's all word of mouth. It's all people that I know. Yeah. And so there's that level of connectedness. Community, yeah. Um, community, yeah, for sure. And so like people will come over and I'm like you know, I'm talking to them about the mushrooms, like here's the microdose, you know, yeah. take it in the morning with this and this. She hears my whole spiel. I don't hide things from her. Good. And I'm like, yeah, it's medicine. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's going to be really powerful for her to grow up in that environment and to see the yeah. respect that you give it and to also just see it as the tool that it that it is something that she can use to get a new perspective or use for medicine she'll always have that and that's the gift that you've given to her so it's super cool yeah. mm -hmm. my mom is super fascinated like really wants to do mushrooms it's yeah. really funny because like i said 10 years ago she would have been so not open to it but because i've been so open about it and mm -hmm. i've talked to so candidly about even my mushroom trip the other week i told her all about it and after I drank ayahuasca, I told her and she called me immediately and was like, tell me what happened. She's super curious. She's like read all the books and, you know, so. Yeah. It's becoming more and more yeah. accessible and, and, and widely accepted. Yeah. And accepted. Mm -hmm. All of those back in the seventies and eighties war against drugs, they were classified as, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that class what is it? Class one? Schedule one, Schedule one. Yeah. But um, Dad, you're going to jump out of a window. You're going to do something crazy. You're going to murder your family. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to fucking look at grass. <laughs> and laugh. And laugh. And laugh. Yeah. yeah. Have a good time. Have a good trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do think, honestly, the bad trips that people have is a lot about the, first of all, their setting. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not intentional. Yeah, it's true. Um, and you don't surrender that too. It's like, you're fine. like, I was having not a great time on ayahuasca. And then I was like, oh yeah, I have to just surrender. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want to puke. And then once I surrendered, I literally puked and I, my body gave me no warning that it was even about to puke. So it was like, I didn't even know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, there was already a bucket in front of me. You didn't have like, sometimes that's the worst thing about getting sick or puking is the, lead, you know, it's coming the lead up of like, oh, God, oh I just God. knew. I just knew it was a possibility. Everybody's like, you're going to puke on ayahuasca. You're going to shit your pants. And. Luckily, I didn't shit on ayahuasca, but I did puke and I literally had no idea it was about to happen. It was happening. And that's when I knew that it was going to happen because <laughs> it was happening. It all happened at once. <laughs> it was all at once. <laughs> so, you know, and it was uh, really funny, too, because I saw this whole video montage of the ways that I'm programmed by my mom and by my matrilineal line. And I was like, oh, get that shit out of me. And I just projectile vomited. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess it's gone. Like, <laughs> Great. Ask and you shall receive. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, 
<laughs> I don't even think I was done with the thought and I was just <laughs> wow and thank god for the angels next to me and they just came and I made them you know I, I made a mess and they just cleaned it all up and yeah yeah that's the thing about ayahuasca you kind of need a babysitter but okay. yeah Oh, well, this has been just so amazing. I love you so much. I love, I love your smile. <laughs> and I love talking about mushrooms. I could talk about them all day long. Oh, oh yeah. you know what's so funny? I have one more question. And oh, yeah. do you hear the language of the mushrooms when you're on mushrooms? Um, I feel like I do because I feel like I have to be out in nature. I like hear a language mm. and it's unutterable by my mouth I can't yeah actually speak it out loud I mean I could but I sound ridiculous <laughs> anyways it's just something that I've always found really fascinating and it's actually one of the ways that I can always tell that the mushrooms are hitting uh -huh. I start to hear this other oh, language cool. and I just oh, like cool. to ask other people who yeah no for me too. I try to think of how I process things. And for me, it's much more somatic. Mm. I always feel that it's almost kind of like I'm on a boat. Mm. Like, oh, it's, it's that first wave. Yeah. And then I feel it in my body. And then I'm like, okay. Well, that, and I think that's I'm where, yeah, I think that's where if somebody was doing it for the first time, um, that could throw somebody off. Yeah. That's why having somebody with you who's experienced or to have somebody talk you through that yeah. could be like alarming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I don't listen know. next time. Just like, listen. No, now that you've, now that you've put it in my head for sure. I'm super auditory and I'm clear audience. Like part of the yeah, reason you, that all totally. those jingles pop yeah, you up. And is, your, you and Alex are totally clear audience. I just hear the jingle. I don't even write it. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like a little creatures whispering it in my ear. And then I'm like, oh, this is funny. Um, but yeah, so maybe that's, maybe that's just. Well, I'm going to that i experienced but it's, That's, uh, it's exciting for me because now i'm like oh okay can yeah. i hear the language <laughs> i know i'm like what are you saying <laughs> they're probably just saying like have a good time we love you love it <laughs> um i just have to say this one last thing because i'm i feel like this episode is bringing me close to my friend because we had a good. lot of experiences on mushrooms but i remember her telling me um we actually went to a fish concert together and, to mushrooms. and yeah. she knew that the mushrooms were kicking in because she brought her wallet out. Maybe we went to go get a bottle of water and on the dollar bill, the, is it George Washington on the dollar bill? I think so. I yeah. He winked at her. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, <laughs> come on you guys look okay. how totally. can you be like this is dangerous you shouldn't yeah. be doing this it's just fun and funny yeah. it's fun it's literally called fun guy fun totally. guys it's just the best i don't even yeah. know what my life would be like without it i would say that my first trip completely changed the entire trajectory of my life because i was in art school and my art immediately went hella psychedelic <laughs> I bet. I want to yeah. see some. I'll send you a link. I have a website. I'll see some of your pieces. Yeah. And, and I'm actually going to get back into doing some art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
art and music. Follow your bliss. Yeah. Follow, follow your bliss, baby. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kara. Thank you for your time and for your wisdom and for your smile and for your joy. I love you so much. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how can they find you? You can find me at Instagram, Carolina underscore movement, mm-hmm. or my website, carolinamovement.com. Beautiful. I'll put those links in the show notes so that everyone can find you. And they can also see the moon memes that you post every oh, yeah. couple my days when the moon changes sign. It's super fun. And Kara's just a fun person to follow. So and just a fun person i'm a fun guy she's a fun guy i'm also a fun guy (laughs) i'll have to weave that into the title of this episode somehow i don't know we'll see what i can come up with well have an awesome rest of your day and thank you for for being here i love you so much love you thank you Thank you for listening. And as usual, send me a DM on Instagram if you want to discuss further. Blessings to you and yours. And I'll see you next time.